Welcome to Life With Your Dog podcast. Our focus is educating dog owners, enthusiasts and dog trainers about ideas on how to train, manage, live and thrive with our dogs. To teach dogs to live in our society while our dogs teach us how to live in the now. I'm your host Panos Anagnostou. And I'm your co-host Luke Badman. Thank you for joining us and we hope you enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode of Life With Your Dog. Today... We are going to be talking about fussy dogs. And fussy dogs is, I see heaps and heaps of dogs that are fussy. And there's heaps of reasons why. And I guess before we talk about any remedies and why I think dogs are fussy, and I think most of you know why your dog's fussy, but dogs are not grazing animals. Dogs aren't sheep or horses. So they're not, they don't have access to food. Um, and they don't have to eat that much food for them to be grazing all day long. Like a horse can't just find some grass, eat it, and then not eat anymore. He has to be eating all day long. And I'm not going to get into the physiology because I don't know it, but I know it's got something to do because they're omnivore and the way that they they were in their natural habitat is that they graze along and they spend all day eating. Where predators, on the other hand, like our dogs, is that they're gorge eaters, they're predators, which means they have to find their food and they – hunt it or they scavenge after you know some other animals have been successful or um and of course they scavenge other like you know different foods around the place but generally they eat a big amount of food and then they wait until they're successful the next time they find food so talking about our pet dogs we shouldn't be we shouldn't let our dogs graze feed we don't leave a leave a bowl in the ground full of food and just let him come to it whenever he wants now this is what i normally see and this could be you Kibble is just like the food that he can graze on as he wants. And then at nighttime, he gets like cooked vegetables with chicken and like some other like leftovers from the night before. And that's what he eats. But then, of course, what happens there is that, first of all, he eats like one kibble a day. If that, he just ignores it because he knows, well, at the end of the day, I'm going to get like roast chicken. This is awesome. So he waits to the end of the day and he gets his big amount of awesome, tasty food. But then over time, he's like, man, kind of, you know, sometimes you um, – Maybe he, let's just say you've given him a little bit extra one night and he leaves it and you're like, oh, he didn't eat it. Maybe I'm going to put something else in there. Or while he's eating, he knows that, well, sometimes I don't want what you want there because it's not hot enough or it's not this enough. And before you know it, he won't eat anything. It's like you've got to like find the most special food and you've got to cook it and it has to be at the right temperature for him to eat it. And I've seen pretty out there things when it comes to like, you know, we've got to feed the dog with a spoon because it's the only way he eats it. Like it's craziness. So- there's heaps of ways and I'll talk from personal experience because I've tried many different feeding programs with my dogs over the years and at one stage, maybe like, you know, eight years ago, I would cook a big batch of um, kangaroo mints and I'd add like a bunch of vegetables and like some eggs and um, and I'd give them that with their kibble and I'd mix it up. But then there was times where I'd add sardines and then sometimes at some stage Ace would like, like go and not really be that interested. I'm like, oh, I'll give him a little bit of cat food. When I mix that in, he ate it then. And then sometimes he didn't want the cat food. I had to like give him some other thing. And it was like hot water. And before you know it, he had like this like really, really delicious plate of food. He would sniff it, walk away and leave it. Now, the advice that was given to me, and I've talked about this heaps of times, um, from other trainers was not to, you put the bowl of food down. He doesn't eat it within 10 minutes. You remove it and you wait to the next feeding time. You normally feed him and you offer the food again. My dogs and my dogs at the um, today, like my older dogs and Ace back in the day, he only ate once a day and I'd feed him in the afternoon. So I put the food down, he sniffed it, he walked away, 
I, after 10 minutes, I removed it because I have multiple dogs. I can't leave the food out there. Otherwise, other dogs will eat it. So my other dogs. So I would chuck the food out. 24 hours later, I offer it again. I'm not even exaggerating. Six days he missed his food. On day seven, he ate his food. Now, I couldn't leave it out. Now, before what I did was I'd leave him out there for hours, four hours for him to like kind of nibble at it and only eat half of it. He was actually losing weight as well. So I showed him. Now, also, it was hard for me because when I lived with my parents, my dad would give him toast and give him a bit of this and whatever he was eating, he may may or may not have um, been giving him random food, especially when they knew that I was starting to become strict with their diet. So, that was very frustrating. When I started to do this, I believe my parents were away or something happened where I had full control and he wasn't eating anything except for the food that I was offering him. So, it took him some time. Now, I think that was a good little fast for him. Um, certainly didn't hurt him. And- um, and he ate his food every single day when I offered it. And it was very, very rare that he would um, ignore his food and walk away. So it was a behavioral thing more than it was. Some, like he wasn't sick. He wasn't like, obviously, if your dog's got diarrhea or vomiting or there's some other underlying like, illness, obviously, make sure that if your dog just suddenly stops eating, there could be something else wrong. But if you know that your dog's fussy, you got to be strict. So that's one idea that I want to share with you. You want to stick to the same food. So with Ace, when I was giving, when I when I did it with him, it was the same mix. Obviously, once a week I'd make a batch, and then, and maybe some days it was warmer. Like on the day that it was warm, he liked it, and maybe the other days when it was cold, he didn't eat it. Like if I can reflect back on it, we can try to find out why did he become so fussy. But I don't know if that makes much much sense. So basically, stick to the same food. Don't keep trying different stuff. Um, right now, I don't cook food like that with my dogs. My dogs prim- primarily eat raw food. And even spades, he knows. He knows that if you don't eat your food, the food goes away, even if you eat half of it. Sometimes he get a bit fussy with his um with his raw meat, and sometimes he doesn't eat it much as much as other days. And I think sometimes we're the same. Some days I want to eat a little bit more than others. So I'm not that like I don't really care. I'll give you 10 minutes to eat your food, that or 15 minutes, you have enough time, and there's no other dog in competition for your food because I separate all my dogs when I feed them just because I'm lazy. And that way I can do other things while my dog eats. So I came out one day and there was a whole bowl of bloody um of his food there so i'm like oh well it looks like i have to just chuck that in the freezer and give it to him some other time usually if it's been out for too long then a freezer and then on midnight we chuck it out anyways as i was walking up to go pick up the bowl he got up he walked over and he ate all of his food so he knew i was about to take it away and he ate his food so the dogs understand what's going on and don't baby your dog and be spoon feeding him and things like that it's really important that we teach them to value their food because they're hungry not because they want to eat something f- and have mouth pleasure and i think that's the same with me hey last night i ate a lot of things that i probably shouldn't have nutritionally they weren't sound but they taste really good and i ate them right so um it's imp- and sometimes i could be fussy and maybe i don't want to eat proper food because i want to eat something else that you know um tastes better than eating the you know fruits and vegetables and and whole foods right so you know um, we've got to practice what we preach, I guess. But more importantly, for our dogs, we're not doing this so that we can like torture them. We're trying to show them that you need to value your food and you eat because you're hungry, not because you feel like eating. So, um, And there's some dogs that are certainly overweight. They can probably go five weeks without eating a thing and still be alive because they've got so many reserves, so much reserves on them. So um, make, if, you, if you can't see your dog, like the outline of your dog's ribs or you can't feel it and you can see that he's a little bit overweight, um, adjust that because you're probably trying to feeding him too much. With my dogs, if they're over a year old, 
I feed him once a day. Chili gets a little bit extra and I do feed him in the morning only because he's doing like eight, nine hour days and he does a lot of training and exercise while he's still developing. I thought I'm going to feed him a little bit extra, but my other mum spades a nookie, only get fed once a day. So, and that comes at different times and different, um, different times and I vary the food up. I don't have the same food for them, but if they are fussy, I would stick to the same food until they start eating it. Don't be giving them too much variety. That can kind of screw things up a little bit. You got to stop feeding scraps at the dinner table and things like that. So everyone at home has to be on the same page because we want our dog to be healthy and eating the right food. And then eventually when your dog starts getting into a rhythm where the dog knows, oh, well, I've got to eat because this is, the, this is the time where I've got to eat. Like when the bowl's on the ground, this is my time. Once we have that and your dog is at a normal stage and your dog's not fussy, I don't care what you do. And if you feed your dog scrap from whatever, but if you're trying to stop fussiness, you've got to really be regimented with it. And then the last thing, which is something that, people struggle with the most and you don't have to do it. But another idea is existential feeding and starting that at home and giving your dog windows of opportunity. So what I mean by that is all of your dog's food comes from the pouch and we would do that like five times a day. So we give them many small opportunities for, for them to eat the food. Now, if you normally feed kibble, some cooked chicken and some cooked vegetables, then if that's what you've been feeding, then stick to it for now until we can find, you know, the, the most optimal food for your dog. But again, let's, um, Let's make that sort of adjustment and cut it all up, put it in a tree pouch and make your dog go, hey, look, I've got some food. Let's do some stuff and it becomes engaging and fun. And if your dog snubs it off, that's all right. We'll come back a couple of hours and we'll try again. Eventually when your dog, because if your dog is fussy, your dog will take it from your hand. Let's start making him do some stuff, practicing some luring and some basic obedience and making it more of an activity so that your dog is um, in a state in a state of anticipation for food and doing an activity together rather than eating food because he just eats food. So most dogs that are in a good schedule and routine in life don't usually become very fussy dogs because we usually withhold a lot of those foods and show them, well, I want you to work at your maximum intensity and power. Well, then this is the way that you're going to be fed and reserving some of that, that, um, that resource so we can have more motivation and, and, um, and power, so to speak, for, for, for our dogs. Where if you feed your dog a bowl of food and go, hey, let's work for some some little scraps of meat, they're like, yeah, I'll do it, but I'm not like really want the food. So teach your dog to value it because we value what's scarce. If there's food on tap, then – and same with us. We have so much opportunity to f eat whatever we want at any stage, at any time we want. No wonder why we don't have healthy um, eating habits because we have too much access, too much – high refined processed food and su high sugar, high fat content where it tastes so good. However, the stuff that we know we should be eating, you need, it has to become a habit for you to crave that food. And I think the same thing sort of happens with our dogs. So um, anyway, that's me for tonight. Thank you for listening. And if your dog's fussy, it's usually because you've made it happen. So change your ways and make sure your dog can value food because when a dog values food, it's a really important thing. And it's really awesome as well to see because you have now something to train your dog with. Where if your dogs are fussy where he won't follow food for training, then it's going to be very hard to make training a very enjoyable thing for your dog. So um, if you have lots and lots and lots and lots of money and um, somebody asks you to, you know, be a laborer for a week, you very much will decline that because you're like, why do I have to slug my ass to work so hard to make 500 bucks when I have enough money? I don't need to do it. Thanks. Unless you like to do it, it's a different thing. But if you had no money in the, and you were op offered an opportunity to do a little bit of extra work for the extra 500 bucks, you take it. So we value and we are motivated for the things that we don't have. So let's try to build that value in your dog. 
Thanks, guys. Have a good night. We'll speak later. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Life With Your Dog. Please share with your friends if you're enjoying our podcast and leave a review on Apple Podcasts to help others find the show. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook, Life With Your Dog Podcast. My name's Panos, and to keep up with my dog training adventures, tips and techniques, you can find me on Instagram at NP underscore dog underscore training, my website, npdogtraining.com, or my YouTube channel, Nutris Pooches. Thanks for listening, guys. My name's Luke. If you'd like to find out more about my dog training services, you can find me at www.kizuna, that's K-I-Z-U-N-A, canine, C-A-N-I-N-E, .com.au. Uh, I'm also on Instagram at Kizuna Canine Training. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.